Welcome to Humanity Might Make It with your hosts, Kumbas and Kumbas. Otherwise, Kumbas and Kumbas. Frank and Scott. <laughs> Man, I, we really got to workshop that. I think it's, it's there, it's ready, but what it needs is just a, a little bit of polish, uh, possibly some music behind it, maybe a whole new rewrite, a whole new rewrite, and then uh, and take it from the top. Put on your best pair of humanitites. It's time for a dip in the pool of humanity. Did, did we, you asked everyone to put on your best humanitites? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I know. If you don't mind, just yeah. get them out, dust them off. Just pause. pause yeah, pause it. Uh, yeah, pause if it. you have earbuds, you can do it while we're, while sure. we're yapping here. Yeah, if your we'll hands you free. Time. Yeah, if your hand's free, just go for it. But yeah, I like that. Should we just come up with the one opener, or should every week it just be like crazy different? Humana, T. Humana, T. I, I think that. Make it. I think. No, I think that cadence has been taken by some really big places. that up yeah well did you i'm not mm. sure if you did <laughs> I, I, I what would we I, do baby without yeah. humanity <laughs> Shout out Allah. i think that's ours i think that's ours we made that up right on the spot yeah. you and i together so yeah. we co-wrote it we co-wrote it we co-produced it uh, we definitely split it 50 50 yeah, yeah. Uh, in perpetuity all rights reserved good good till the end of time oh and across all universes of course all right? universes right does it include the multiverse or just the universes? if it includes all universes it, it includes the multiverse <sighs> in perpetuity no doubt yeah yeah i well, would love we, i don't know if we can actually write uh uh legal documents that cover multiverses i don't know if humanity has jurisdiction over another universe on, mm. on paper i don't think they do if it would be recognized and at what point would it or would it not be recognized because because it, there's if there's multiple versions of us doing very similar things just a little bit different we might be infringing on our own copyrights <laughs> uh multiple right. times over but it's you know confined to their own universe so it's okay do you think it has anything to do with whether humanity will make it or not like how we're looking like it's kind of like a you know it's a mic check uh kind of every couple weeks here you know it's a mic check yeah. yeah i like would check, say check humanity check check do you think it'll it'll still be here i'm feeling like we will i feel like we will i if i had to say yes or no i would go might but might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you I really think... took a stand on that i like it <laughs> you, you rolled the dice and you just said whatever comes up i'll take it maybe which is it's exactly what humanity deserves well I, I, what do you 
what do I think of these microchip solar uh, devices that they're now making out of plants? What do I think of these things? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what do you think of of a microscopic holographic solar chip implanted solar powered induced microconverters? Yes, that are built from plants. They're all plant based. They're all photosynthesis. A, A plus. They are. A plus. Uh, they are. Yes. Incredible. Definitely. Wouldn't that worth be great for humanities? Oh, that's four or five humanities if that could happen. If, Especially if, if you, you just... want to know what's five humanities, if we find out humans just landed on four other Earth-like planets and they don't have dinosaurs on those planets, they are. <laughs> totally fine they are dinosaur free yeah. uh, we haven't heard from them since what you know yeah, it turns out we sometimes wonder how um like common intelligent life could be in the universe and i wonder by that because they say it could be pretty common mm-hmm. it's just a numbers game and so by that it i wonder just a numbers game how common are dinosaur type planets like giant <laughs> monster worlds well i don't know but calvin and hobbes uh giant they, they monster kind of... carnivorous like you're gonna die unless you're really big have very very literally thick skin and uh, i think there's a lot of dinosaur worlds out there millions of them they either happened or they're gonna happen in the multiverse everywhere just man it's it's it goes really deep far down the rabbit hole but i do think that calvin and Hobbes said it best when they said when you talk about intelligent life out there and how common Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it might be that you know I, I think it was calvin who said like uh sometimes i think the surest sign that intelligent life exists elsewhere in the universe is that none of it has tried to contact us and it's him looking at a chopped down tree <laughs> <laughs> so there's that side of it too of course oh man it would give us so such an ego boost if we were contacted by another it intelligent really life would. and and if they turned out to be like like a uh, 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 hundred years behind us, like 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 whoa, they really looked up to us. We were like, yeah. they just, Sam Hill, you say you, you got know, we were, wheels? <laughs> like yeah, everything has wheels. They, they, uh, they, they, <laughs> it's a they'd motor. Be a few, like a couple thousand years behind yeah. us if they didn't if they yeah. didn't know the wheel. But they see our smokestacks and they go, my God, that's incredible. Yeah. And then we say, and and that we turn the smokestacks into this. And then we hold the battery and we plug it in. Yeah. They something. got smokestacks yeah. bigger than the pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Um, uh, I don't know. I think yeah. probably I would imagine that there are yeah, smokestacks out there that are you know, taller than the pyramids. Going back to Calvin and Hobbes. Um, yeah, of course. There's a, there's a tiger in Calvin and Hobbes. There is. And I was thinking. That's Hobbes. Yeah. If we go back to dinosaur world, if you took a tiger, somehow mm-hmm. went through a time machine and it right. ended up in dinosaur world and it had to try to survive um that would be a tough that would be a tough deal <laughs> be, thank you for enlightening us uh, that, that was 
one of the best humanitized might make it stories of all time. Like, I just want to recap that <laughs> for everyone. So technically what we're saying here is that, you know, if you were to go back 65 million years and you were actually able to create a time portal and you took a tiger from now back to dinosaur times, that'd be, yeah. <laughs> be tricky for the tiger. <laughs> It's not looking so good anymore, is it, tiger? <laughs> no, because it has lizards 70 times bigger yeah. than it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's not looking too good. Plus, well, no, saber-toothed tigers you know, weren't kicking around that time. They weren't there yet. You know what would be great is at first I thought, oh, it could be a scientist, and it's a, a tiger with a, like one of those clip-on tags. And they both end up like falling back there. And so he's like, oh, I got to make sure this tiger survives this because I. So now it's Beastmaster. Yeah, but then I decided to change that. I thought, no, it's a poacher and he's going to kill the tiger. And then they Ooh. both get sucked into a time warp. And then they he ends up like, you know, they they save each other's life just in, in by accident and earn a trust. Right. And, uh, they earn a trust yeah. while they're there to survive. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's and a great poacher. buddy picture. It's a good putty picture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about an elephant and the po and a, a poacher, an elephant poacher, and they go back. I think the poacher would use the elephant as bait to get, like maybe a dinosaur tooth or something. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of sixty five million years ago, we'd also have to find planets out there that didn't just have uh, lizards, uh, huge uh, lizards yeah. on them. We'd also have to find them that actually had like uh, an atmosphere that was habitable, like not a super volcanic That goes without planet. saying, of course, of course. So, but yeah. if we land there and there's like, there's a million uh, active volcanoes that are just destroying this planet, we're, yeah. we're not going to like try to land on that. Uh, one, right? Here's what I, I only ask you this and then you ponder your own answer, but... If we were in need of a planet and we were looking all around and we found one that was perfectly in the Goldilocks zone, like we couldn't right. ask for a better climate. And we went there and it was rich in everything we needed. And we got there and there were these giant, dumb, man-eating things all over it. Mm -hmm. What would we do? I would saw we just leave one it? and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so. those are like uh those are like real people so if it was just big animals what what would we do do you think we would just leave it and go like well, is it planet this earth like right now going out there like or is it united states of america like yes i think it's you, future I think world earth most in need we would eradicate planet. eradicate and take over that's what we are we're like this planet <clears throat> is reachable we can we can actually make this one work if yeah we probably could for humanity but at the at the cost you know so at what cost here's here's my my insurance of... like if if i'm an insurance agent and i get a call from someone who's like i don't want to take out a million dollar life insurance policy on my spouse and then they die that guy just got his that, nuts ripped off poor guy anyway I, I feel like he's talking very uh, high uh yeah yeah no that was uh it was, was in the a wife. combine accident that, that was oh, the wife oh, taking oh. A, a life insurance policy on her i'm husband. not so sure if we're allowed to uh, to take out ins insurance policies for our spouses but go ahead 
I don't know. I'm just kidding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and then the, uh, and then the person dies and it's very, very suspect, right? You kind of start wondering, well, that's how I feel when I see big, dumb planet, perfect <laughs> dies. <laughs> Who's living there now? Just really advanced humans. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. interesting. So that's advanced. interesting. That they destroyed the only they would, rock they lived on. They would be the only ones who would, they would be the next ones, huh? Well, speaking of saving this planet and of volcanic activity, what if yes. I were to tell you that they have, and when I say they, I mean energy companies, uh, 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 international uh, carbon companies that are, are trying to work on uh, carbon capture, and, you know, I hadn't really looked too much into it, but there is some breakthrough, and I, I hate to sound, you know, dumb, but I am, but I have no idea if this is like a new discovery or, I mean, it's a new discovery, but I don't know if the technology is new. That's all I'm saying. But basically what they're saying is if they can find uh, dormant, especially underwater, uh, you know, extinct volcanoes, then they can they can convert, they can basically take CO2 out of the air, right? Mm -hmm. and act as scrubbers. And then you convert that CO2 uh, into another industrial emission. But that gets uh, punched all the way down into this volcano, deep, deep, deep under the sea. And where it will instantly, due to the climate conditions, it will, uh, it will turn into um, like... It'll it'll just form calcite and dolomite and 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 magnetese magnetese, and uh, it, it traps the CO two forever, just like all these other things that are down there in in this extinct volcano, like calcium mm -hmm. and magnesium. Mm -hmm. And so you're basically pumping CO two, and they're saying that these volcanoes can hold like 8.6 gigatons of carbon dioxide, and that's that's the equivalent of about a hundred years of the united states's uh industrial wow. emissions wow a hundred years of industrial emissions can be stored in this volcano how do they and get it in the in the volcano i you're gonna have to hit pause on the podcast right now and you're gonna have to like do hit the rewind button like 15 30 seconds yeah. or whatever because i actually just explained giant it. fans yep on the top yep. of it's the giant fans that sucks in the carbon dioxide that's right now you have these carbon capturers right capture yeah, but what does that mean what does that mean it's basically pulling the co2 it's it's acting as how a scrubber is it doing that how does the it same do way that? you do a dehumidifier you know it's it's bringing air in and then it's separating at mm -hmm. a molecular level it's se separating the o's from the two or not the twos the h from the two uh, from the o's right yeah and 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 uh and carbon capture works the same the same way. Wow. And then so then you have but, pure then you have pure CO2 and then you take that CO2 that you just took out of the air mm -hmm. just like you could take moisture out of the air, right? Yeah. Um you take that CO2 and you plug it way down deep in a fucking extinct volcano that's not going to erupt Got where it. it can store that CO2 in theory for millions of years. Yeah, that's really Bill, crazy. technically billions of years. Technically, as long as that volcano stays extinct. Wow, 
but there is a there is a saturation point just like a sponge so they're basically saying that volcanoes of this size can hold between 1.2 and 8.2 gigatons of carbon dioxide and on the low end that's about 25 years of industrial emissions at this one volcanic site so it is pretty incredible that's pretty incredible like that, that is incredible it's yeah. a scrubber so that's a humanity might make it you know i don't know how much this planet or all the, all these countries I, are going to invest in this like scrubbing yeah. scrubbing the atmosphere for co2 but that is that is one way that they're looking at it would be all so it. great to see something like that like really take off and uh, uh just see humanity start heading towards the uh carbon We're scrubbing negative. the air scrubbing the air i feel like that would be a back to the future too thing like the air is now scrubbed yeah yeah i don't know but yeah the future man we're in the future not yet yep yeah all right i think we that's could, all uh, the time we have for uh humanity might make it because um we should know, just put all of our nuclear power plants in the bottom of that that way if they ever melt down they just they're just underground and it's really not a big deal except for the people who are down there i think you're gonna find i think what you're gonna find is that it's really 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 hard to build a nuclear power plant uh, you think under the ocean you don't think it's a money thing you just think it's it's really hard to build a nuclear power plant deep in deep deep under the ocean yeah i think so i think that more than the other part yes so i think we're just like on a shark tank kind of thing like i think we're just going to say no not that the idea isn't great but this isn't you know the fortress of doom from the justice league of well they're not all you know home runs no you have to throw things out there not all of them can be home runs but how about this one now this is this there's proof of concept but it's an awesome proof of concept, but and but it hasn't been upscaled. But they actually just did proof of concept, where they, uh, where, um, and when I say they, the universe uh, researchers at the University of of Cambridge, they harnessed. Uh, it's so funny that you were uh, giving me the stick on this earlier, but uh, they they harnessed the power of photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. true it's amazing yeah. no it's, it's amazing it's things in the yeah. universe yeah. <laughs> so many things can be unlocked with photosynthesis yeah. but they convert co2 right they're converting co2 water and sunlight directly into uh multi-carbon fuels like ethanol and uh, propanol and uh-huh. what that means is but they're doing it here's here is the breakthrough this can be done but they haven't been able to do it in a single step. So it's basically saying there is a way they're, they're basically kind of thinking in the future, like, okay, we just proved. And by the way, this is all solar powered. So it's, it's kind of like a solar powered calculator that is literally taking from the air carbon dioxide and turning it into liquid fuel that can be dropped into your uh, vehicle's engine or whatever. And it, um, um, it's, it's, anyways, I'm just incredible. uh, Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I could keep going on and on about it, but it's just like, obviously it almost feels like a Holy grail kind of thing to be able, but I feel like something like that could happen in 20, 30 years as we're like 
aging into life, I, I could see the photosynthesis transportation vehicle or whatever. It'll be all autonomous and it will literally just kind of take you anywhere off of sunlight. I think that's going to happen. I am just As wanting to see all the futuristic stuff. Like, you I just love... want to see all the futuristic stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see it. I, I would hope so... that the photosynthesis car like glows to life. Like it kind of breathes like a glowy LED. Kind if it's of just under boring car, but it's, but it is running on photosynthesis. Oh. Are you more? Yeah. Are you a little bit like the, yeah you're just a little underwhelmed are you it'll be like cars always get really really cool and then when they reach peak cool they have to go new technology and start out doink doink like it's true so, why do they do that i, don't I feel know. i feel like i feel like we've watched that happen so many times in our life i know that's why i feel like is, so we're we're hit we're gonna hit peak cool uh electric vehicle yeah, and then and then and then it's gonna go uh, doink a doink photosynthesis vehicle. Photosynthesis is gonna be a doink a doink, and then we're gonna need like yeah. a good, I feel few like, years before we get a new one off the photosynthesis. Yeah. I think the photosynthesis car like attracts the doink a doink uh, peruser that would <laughs> be like, I think it's wonderful, <laughs> you know. It's photosynthesis. The car drives very slow, which makes me feel comfortable. I feel comfortable. I feel safe. Oh, man, as an electric car owner, I got to say, if a photosynthesis car comes out and yeah. you, it can't go on the road if it goes too slow because that would be illegal. So No, it's it like a to... moped car. It's like a moped car. Oh, so it can get you around okay. town. It can get you your groceries. Oh, you can it's drive kind it of mo just... Yeah, it's moped car. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay. At first, at first, yeah, at first, but then you know the money starts pouring into it. Soon, all cars, Ford is changing Gosh. over to photosynthesis. You know, uh, the the new twenty sixty seven oh. Ford Photo, the the hyper photo is supposed the to be like supposed to be really so fast, good zero to sixty in one second. Just zero to sixty in one second. Yeah, yeah I don't it's... know if the human skeletal <laughs> uh, construction can handle it such can. a blast. It, it turns out it can. It turns it out can. it can without blacking out. Here's the thing: get used most, to it pretty quick. Yeah, here's the thing: most people black out, but that's why it's all driven by AI. It's yep. all driven by AI. So we go zero to sixty one second. Yep, but you don't remember it because you, you're you'll never up. remember it. You're always going like, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> and they're on. They're on the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. time. It's just a wonderful sleep. You say, take me from here to here. And then <laughs> <laughs> you slowly yeah, that's waking wake up. up. That's yeah. slowly waking up every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> oh, man. It really gets you there. Yeah. But AI is talking to each other. Right. So yeah. that's why there's, you know, they, they're they very efficient. It's very efficient. Yeah. yeah. I have an amazing AI story of how humanity might make it. Uh, this is one of my, probably one of my most favorite stories of the last possibly couple of years. Okay. But, and, right. and you probably know this one. And it's a simple one. It's a simple one. But basically, the first, uh, it's a medical first. It's basically a man that was fully paralyzed uh, is walking again because of these breakthrough implants that are in his brain 
and and then they're also in his spine mm-hmm. and they talk to each other through bluetooth at the speed of light um and he, what's the hugest breakthrough is that the implant in his brain can literally read his thoughts so that now he can move his skeletal structure that he hasn't been able to move for 12 years it's it's amazing he's he's been in a wheelchair for 12 years and now he's walking so uh, that's that's amazing that's amazing and it feels completely yeah um it makes sense in our technological world that it's just a matter of finding the interface. Like you have like, there's a USB connector and a, yeah. and a HDMI connector. And like, somehow you have to connect those two things. Like you got to connect the human uh, spinal cord with the USB, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you have but to anyway, it to you the have the thoughts. To, it has to be connected yeah, to your thoughts. You got to connect up those thoughts. Uh, yeah, because as a paralyzed man, you know, he's sitting in his wheelchair thinking the thoughts, you know, walk, but yeah. there's no, it's amazing, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm stating the obvious, but if you no had, if movement. they, if they perfected this, you could have implants wow. in all of your body so that like in your arms, you could have these implants just automatically so that in the event that you're ever your arms cut off in an accident your hand could still find your phone and and call for help for you or it's just, insane like thing like thing yeah because you're so controlling you it like wireless and yeah. you're wirelessly thinging your as long as severed arm as long it. as you're awake if you're dead maybe yeah. it could have an automatic return to, to home eat. Yeah, like you'd, you'd have like, to have a return to home, at, like a Roomba arm. Like, what, go get it, and and you go get Who the, the arm. Who the fuck that's... is thinking that far in advance? Like, you know what? In case my arm gets severed, I w- I would really like the return to home option. The fucking return to home option. <laughs> yes. How many? Yeah, or the no. nearest, you know, hospital. Go to the nearest hospital. Yeah. So the arms shows up at the hospital, and they and they do a scan, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's this guy. Oh, this is where his body is GPS. We got to go." And uh, oh, wow. they put the arm on ice. You know, like they, it's the arm saved his life. And uh, the best thing would be is if you could just they 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 like shake his hand and do like a do like a communication thing on his hand that he wirelessly feels and he's like okay good they got to me and they're on their way (laughs) like (laughs) and they're coming buddy like the medic is holding his hand and like giving it taps like as they're getting maybe uh you have to always wear smart watches on both wrists in case they get severed because then yeah one it can always call and or a flag down help and then also come back and talk to you try to wake you up yeah through it yeah. communicate through computer like wake up pal wake up that would be great and it should be able to call like a like as soon as it's severed the first thing it can do is call like a an uber drone that comes in <laughs> pictures <laughs> Wow. So it, it doesn't have amazing. to thing itself all the way across town. You know, it doesn't have to thing like well, can it, if it needs to. Like, it would be losing blood, so it would be more efficient yeah. if it if it took the Uber drone, clearly. Way more, way more I don't know if I don't know if this wonderful uh Dutchman who is was paralyzed for twelve years and is now walking, I don't know how 
soon he thinks that the drone return to home arms will be in place. But the fact that he's walking blows it just it, blows my mind. It's so good. Yeah, it's that's, so that's good. Pretty amazing. That's and amazing. of course, it's for this kind of paralysis, you know. So they're mm-hmm. they're they're saying his specific one. Uh, th- this is this is what they've been able to do. Um, but yeah, I you know, I then I you know you think about Christopher Reeve and you think about others who've been course, paralyzed. Of like the uh, first wonder, thought. I yeah. wonder. I don't know if this would have helped him or not. I don't know enough about it about the medical well, side of it. Even if it wouldn't, uh, the technology—it's uh, you know—just keep working on it and keep uh, getting better about it because that kind of thing is um, that's that's uh, huge. Being able to have the use of your arms or your legs or. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, I was just like reading all about this guy. I just feel so happy for him. He's like, he was even saying things like just the fact that he could like stand and lean at, mm-hmm. at like, at like a table and talk, talk to people while standing up. He's yeah. like, you have no idea how much I missed that. And you know, I just, yeah, that's incredible. <sighs> I can't imagine 12 years. And then like your number one wish that you, the only wish you've ever had, you know, is coming true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only mm-hmm. thing that can come close to me in my life to even not never compare, but just to empathize is that injury to my eye. And that's like two years going, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, I hope 10 years from now it will have totally dissipated. I can't even imagine another 10 years mm-hmm. of it. So if anyone who, it's amazing that implants. I mean, you were talking implants, you know, 30 years ago. You were given all the pictures on the implants and what they could do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that the implant is is awesome uh, as far as like the possibilities. Possibilities are awesome. I know. We do, we do want... I don't know how... The fast. level of control you could have over the human race. With, is I know absolutely awesome, but it's not. Uh, it wouldn't be like to that. make them I think. all lie down just on like. <laughs> I know we could, but I don't think we're even close to that. No. I think that's a crazy uh, dystopian future thing. <laughs> but but here's yeah. what humanity might make it. I love that ai is pushing these little things even i found that there is now they're doing beta testing for but apparently it's at so far it's 89 percent accurate uh, but it's a it's an app that's uh, an ai app that is forecasting like wherever you are in the world uh forecasting um the shark attack possibility <laughs> so if you're like a surfer or a swimmer or whatever mm-hmm. bodyboard or someone who's in the ocean um the AI is like helping you go like, I wouldn't go out there now. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not a hundred percent sure how they're calculating or doing those algorithms, but it's, yeah. it's definitely, uh, it's AI is doing this at almost a 90% accuracy rate. Wow. They've had to lose 57 people have died, but that's out of thousands and thousands. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's died. But, um, I just think it's interesting that even, 
we're living in a world where AI is gonna like give you a probability for shark attack. Like, well, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, you have a ninety percent chance of being totally okay. Yeah, boop, boop, ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. No, 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 of being okay. Of being oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I was imagining the sudden warning when you're in the middle of the ocean. Like, yeah. oh, you 90, just ninety six. You better at the ninety eight, ninety ninety nine. Like it gives oh. you like the more subtle like. Uh, alert for the last five minutes, you have had an elevated <laughs> like risk of shark attack, uh, yeah, over I 80%. I, uh, <laughs> I, I do, I do not want, uh, that on my wrist. You know, I don't want that alert. I don't want that strapped to my wrist. Like you are now in a 97% shark attack, uh, possibility. Oh, <laughs> what? I'm just sitting on the end of my surfboard. Oh my God! No way! Yeah, I don't want that. Uh, uh, ignorance is bliss. Any any time in the ocean, ignorance yeah. is bliss. Yeah, I, I don't like thinking about them, but I I try to just go have fun in the ocean. I absolutely would want that on my wrist, and if it was ever above fifty percent, I would. <laughs> even at like thirty percent, I feel like I'm getting back in the, in the vote. What percentage are you comfortable at? Let's see. Uh, okay, so if they're saying, if they're saying there's a twenty percent, like twenty a twenty percent or less, twenty percent or less, no way, I'm taking a twenty percent chance. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, I feel like, yeah, to me, if that technology exists, I would want a seven percent less yeah, or less, seven percent like, or less. I feel like I want to see like sub one percent. It needs to be under one percent. So point zero 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 seven two five. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, all right, yeah. and it's basing it on a bit of a sonar that's built in. As <laughs> like, of course, of course, it has sonar built in. Humanity needs to make it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad okay. we uh, figured that out. Yeah, I like a point zero 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 two six five. Perfect. Yeah, that feels good. I can finally relax. So do you think Big Banana is trying to get one over us? They're saying there's this, been this long study, and it's an awesome study, and humanity might make it because of these kind of studies. But there's been this long study between Newcastle University and the University of Leeds, and they're basically a lot of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a, a, apparently there's a, a cancer-resistant molecule pre- present in foods and one of the biggest ones is bananas especially underripe bananas and they're they're basically saying they might have found this like little secret weapon uh, against uh, certain uh, cancers and i just wonder i just think that's amazing chemistry and i also feel it it, it 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 seems like such surgical precision and i think of the people like a thousand patients and all the medical staff that goes through these studies and but they're mm-hmm. like they're like lasers they're like laser focused on one yeah. thing and in a way it's compartmentalized but in a way it's not because then it's peer reviewed well, specialized and it's, it's right right it's very interesting but yeah. um so could it be as simple as having you know a couple underripe bananas uh at once a week couple times a week well they're basically saying a day basically mm. that's how that's just say an underripe banana a day 
Yep, that's how hum- that you've heard it here, folks. First, right. underripe bananas are going to save humanity. Okay. All what right. saith What saith you? Uh, I just don't know if I can stick to an underripe banana a day. That's the <laughs> only problem. <laughs> if I'm if I'm asking, like, could there be days where I'm like, "Have you had your uh, underripe banana today?" And you're like, "You know, I don't want it today. I don't. I don't think I yeah. want it." Yeah. Yeah, I do like a, a banana, but I don't know if I like a banana a day. I think I like a banana every three days. Yeah, and it's just the fact that it has to be underripe. It's just, it's fine the first day I buy it, but then it's like the next day they're all ripe. And <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like, uh, um, do, do you, do you, uh, what, what's a fruit most people like? I guess oranges, right? You know, or something yeah. like that. Like, do you like oranges? Like, of course. Yes, but a super underripe orange. That's what you really want. Well, then it's not a fucking orange. I give a shit. Yeah, I know. It's underripe. Has no taste and it's it's hard like wood. Ah. So when it's not good, eat it. Yes. Yeah, when it is figures, not good, eat fucking it. Fucking figures. This is so fucked up. Even a banana has to be like it could be too good for you if it's ripe. <laughs> it tastes good. It's really not good for you. Just so you know, tastes good, not good for you. Just that is a rule. <laughs> ah, crap! I love raspberries. <laughs> I, it's ah, fine. You can eat raspberries like when they're like blooming, like they're when they're blooming and super tart, and they make your <laughs> eyes water. That's and they're yep. you know yep. worst taste ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well, small and hard. I know, and so Jeez. that's when that's that's the best time to harvest them, and they yeah. they're tangy, they're tart, and they're mm-hmm. inedible. <laughs> that's when you're going to get the yeah. best medicine out of them. Yeah, I yeah. know. Of course, that's just the universe's little fuck you. But you know, no, I think the answer. I'll eat an is, underripe uh, banana with honey. Mm, honey, there's nature's little miracle right there. Honey, oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think honey is out of every it possibly out of everything that's like made out there and on mm-hmm. the planet. Honey is just the I don't know why we also have sugar. I mean, I know bees can't do right. anything, but honey right. is the best sugar it's on the planet. It's kind of amazing that uh yeah. honey is a, is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's this little miracle liquid. Anyways, Let's not get derailed on honey. No, you know, and I don't for... want to put the bees up on a pedestal. I think they've been on a pedestal for quite a while. I think I think the bees have had a free ride for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you know, a lot of a lot of people are more Big... worried about the bees than the, than the people and than uh, actual humans. I'd like to talk uh, about humans. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe we could stop talking about bees and talking about actual human beings for once. I yeah. like the bees maybe the had... guidelines can be women and children humans first and then the bees and then the bees right because yeah i like that so women and children first right and then of course bees mm-hmm. <laughs> so or just bees yes. of course bees yes bees yes of and course. then the men <laughs> and then the men yeah right <laughs> the women and the children and the bees and the bees. So the women and children and the bees go first. 
and then you know the men if there's even time you know <laughs> if there's if there's room you if know. there's room or time and the bees you might and the want bees, us and the bees want you know him to come. Yeah. for inventing things and putting together a government but otherwise <laughs> God, they don't need us i'm it's sure just... the women and children and bees will do just fine the women and children of peace just leave us behind. I, I'm very interested in the civilization that I want to come back. It really is in a couple kind of, hundred years yeah. and see what that the is children like. can be boys. You know, there can be little uh, of children course. boys. Oh, you know, of course. Yeah. yeah, no, they have to go rebuild a new civilization. But uh, just, just they're just leaving behind them. the stupid. And I think Love the bees it. will step up actually in that scenario. I think I they think will... the bees haven't even begun to show us what no. they're capable of. Yeah. I think the bees could put together like a like a pyramid of sorts. What you know, do you think? What do you wonder. think if you're working, if you're working, all right. Here's yeah. this. I don't know if this helps humanity make it or not, but I'm just curious. You're you're riding pretty high. You're you're sitting, yeah. you know, you're sitting yeah. you're sitting behind your desk because because you came up, you were the big brains behind the whole uh, Save the Bees uh, campaign. And, they saved uh, me. That's what I say. They right. saved me. Of course, they if they saved you. You who yeah. saved who? Yeah, they saved right. me first. And uh, and and so you you're you're the guy behind that campaign, right? And then there's a knock on the door, and you're like, uh, "Come on in!" And they come in, and it's it's big mosquito, and they're looking oh, at you, going. Damn. Look, you you did it for the bees, and it looks like they're gunning for us now. And uh, oh, we need your help. We need you. We need you to get us back like bees. Mosquitoes. You, uh, yeah. uh, oh God, are they powerful, or can I talk down to them? Oh, uh, they're. You can talk. You can tell them the truth. It I want to tell but, them, like kid, no one likes you. They don't. They don't want you. All right. Damn it. Uh, I, I, but I need you. That's fine. But I just, you know, I'll give you a whole bunch of money. Here's what we're gonna need to do. We're gonna need to do a whole rebranding. From now on, you do not need any human blood. No human blood. We're just gonna that's take that one. That's a great rebranding. That's a great rebranding. Like right. That's right off the top. Mm-hmm. No more human mm-hmm. blood. Like we've had a. No, we're sick of it. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking sick of it. You give me <laughs> you know. enough's enough. <laughs> yeah. Fucking mosquitoes. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Even during that meeting, like you might have to have uh, those little electric lights on the table. Guaranteed. Garrett flipping tea. You can't trust a fucking You're just like smacking yourself. Just having that conversation is making you all itchy because they've conditioned you mm-hmm. to just start feeling like you're getting bitten or something. Every time I see you, I feel like I'm getting bitten. We're yeah. not doing shit in these meetings. We're not doing shit. It's well, all in your head. It's all in your head. Well, what's that zap? That thing isn't zapping itself. I can't oh, control can't them all. I can't control. All right, you got me. I can't control them all. I know, <laughs> fucking big mosquito. Yeah, I know. Even the big, big one you're talking to, he can't control them all, or she, or they. <laughs> that mosquito cannot control them all. I'm glad you did a quick, you know. I wanted to. Woke I, correction. Well, I like speaking. I'm glad like you that. did that. No, I don't. It's a good woke no. correction because I like it. I I do too, and so I 
I want to just take this time to recognize you for for identifying you. your error and correcting yourself. It was a, uh, it was basically like, it's like going past the stop sign and going, oh, oh, shit, oh, and then oh, hitting oh. the brake and backing up a little bit and then, and then going, you know, taking a left. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Hit the brakes. And then you go, wait, how many mosquitoes uh, are we going to try to get rid of? And then you realize if we get rid of all the mosquitoes, then we start to break down you know, the circle of life. Yeah, so all we have to do is make them uh, not by humans. And I think we're over. Okay. Right, that's a, yeah, that would be a good handshake, wouldn't it? That'd be yep. a good handshake. Yep. And I'm going to actually put dogs in there too. And they're like, well, and go, yeah, just no dogs, no humans, nothing. And nothing owned right. by a human. <laughs> man i love that you're forcing them at the at the yeah at the, I, at I the just, table you're really making them they do they, not they, have, have a presence over, in no, human in you have in no human presence reality. in human reality how about this can they fly 50 feet above humans and no closer yeah they're like, not allowed within certain airspace of humans they can't be right, just that's good they can't be annoying you and they can't be landing on human food. And, uh, <laughs> Can they come in human houses ever? That's a major violation, isn't it? That is that is a major violation. Are all of these punishable by, by yeah. death? Yeah. No, <laughs> the humans will kill them. And it's legal for that to happen because there's no control on that. That's the whole problem. Like, <sighs> Yeah, so it's either that or... There is no, like, kid, they don't want you. No one. I wonder if in our lifetime we'll ever see that thing that repels yeah. a mosquito. You know what I you mean? You think there's anyone who's like, I just let them fly around my house because, you know, I just I just like to let them be them. I you think th there's people who absolutely do that. You're talking about the human race. Have you met these people? They're just yes. just friendly to them. Not that they have to live with them, but they they just choose to be open. And I, free want with to the be I, I want to be that person. I would want to be that person. I would want to be that person. No, Kim, but I don't a, think I can. That's a toxic relationship. You're just I you're know, being okay with them hurting you. Like you're it's right. Okay. And that's what I've just, learned a lot. I know it's okay. <laughs> they're, okay. Just, they're just uh, they're just buzzing me. Oh, mosquitoes come first me. before myself. <laughs> mosquitoes first. No, of course. If if the plane is crashing, yeah. you have to you have yeah. to help yourself yeah. first. But no, so no. So anyway, yeah, big big mosquito doesn't get. Well, there is far. a big mosquito isn't going to get. There is a uh, like a designer, you know, like a fashion designer who is trying to especially uh, market this for you know, uh, heavily mosquitoed areas yeah. um, and in the planet, tropical areas, especially, which would, which is because he figured out how to do it, but uh, basically a, a mosquito, a fabric that you can wear for, you know, top and bottom uh, pants, shorts, uh, shirts, whatever um, that literally designed like the fabric itself, a mosquito's beak or whatever they call it. The, <sighs> little stabby thing yeah it, it can't get through it it's like armor it's mosquito armor but oh. it's but it's light enough to be like tropical and, and flowy uh-huh that's cool yeah and it's like a it's a it's a microscopic structural design yeah 
so it's like being it's being all it's like all these little tiny hundreds of these little tiny knots and and he built this uh designer built them on like a lattice structure right and Mm -hmm. and then he tested and it's like every time they just don't have the strength to put that little thing through all those layers it's it's like um having a suit of armor on for mosquitoes Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool that is pretty cool it just makes me more angry at the mosquitoes that that that's what we have to you know what i think we should do because we're doing this anyway and it would just horrify them so you're mad when like when your wife says like make sure you wear your mosquito armor it's come to this like i agree like they just need to leave us alone just leave us alone uh i put them in the room when i'm making that deal i put a bug bomb in the room and i close the door and i they're like what's going on and i go <laughs> what's, going, uh, what, what's going on here you have an hour to sign the agreement uh if you don't then we the bug bomb is set to go off and it's not just in this room it's in 30 houses down the street so uh we're just going to bug bomb a bunch of uh, mosquitoes until you agree. And, and so that's what we do. That's what we I do. I wish because we we're doing mosquito. it. Yeah. I figure we're doing it already. So this way we'd actually make it mean something and they'd be like, Oh my God, they just keep doing it. We have so to know the mosquito has killed more human beings than human beings have killed human beings. No, that's impressive. And, and terrible right that's yeah. the estimates at least that's the estimates wow that in all of humankind mosquitoes are the number one killer of humans wow second to uh, viruses after that yeah fuck them fuck them Human, humans are way down on the scale of what kills more humans but uh yes so the mosquito is like not to be fucked with mosquito is on pal you dog meat, pal. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, speaking of viruses and, and whatnots and then what have you, here's a good reason why humanity might make it is because, uh, I, well, I shouldn't say viruses. It's actually a segue into bacteria. But, you know, there's all, there's all this, this is just a little sidetrack, but there's, mm-hmm. you know, for many, many years, there's been a lot of evidence of, you know, um, uh, antibiotic resistant bacteria is emerging all over the planet you know and right that's pretty flipping scary because if we can't you know punch back bacteria growth then uh that's that's bad mm-hmm. for humanity and mm-hmm. uh, but anyways this um this antibiotic that had basically been shelved during world war ii it was discovered in the 40s and they just kind of shelved it and they dusted it off like there's this new uh you know federal um funding that's going into like looking into um you know uh, effective uh, treatments against resistant bacteria and they kind of dusted this thing off the shelf and they're like holy crap this thing works amazing so at least like out of the gate it's looking like we they may have discovered like this amazing weapon that has been just sitting on the shelf since world war ii that is just uh, apparently proving very, very effective against like the most highly uh, resistant strains, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. knocking them out. 
body blow, body blow, body uppercut. That's uppercut. awesome. Body blow, body blow, body blow. Is that really um, how it's doing it? That is incredible. It does it like that. Yeah, that's exactly how it does. Wow. I know. I like kung fu guys getting dropped in. Body blow. Yeah, body if anyone blow. knows what that's from, uh, just reach out, let us know. Send an owl, send a, one of those airplanes, like a, what do you call it? Like a paper airplane. Throw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Throw it. The old timey airplane. Anyone still yeah. making those paper airplanes? Heck yeah. I just saw a video of some guy at a, a baseball game. He was in the high, high stands. And uh, his friend was taking, obviously, video of it. And he built this little paper airplane and he threw it. That thing ripped out and landed near second base. Yep. Yeah, that's so, that's amazing. That's amazing. Which I'm not that's saying a, you people should do, but the fact that it went that far it was like pretty incredible. Yeah, that that's a win. That feels yeah. good when they when they float that far. I don't know it, if I've that ever was thrown. <laughs> That was what we uh, did when we were kids. You know, the new kids now got their video games and their YouTube and stuff. We used to just grab a just a one sheet of paper and fold it all up and then throw it around and glide it all around all day. Yeah. And uh, that's what uh, we did for fun. Yeah. Literally a sheet of paper, throw it around, pick it up, throw it around, try different ways to make it work better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. (sighs) I feel like it was probably a little bit better uh, practice at engineering. and uh... <laughs> Don't generation shame. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no. I'm sure computers have their place too. <laughs> <laughs> Until they take over the planet. No, they never will. But they might. And humanity might make it or they won't. But mm-hmm. they might. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, may the better intelligence win the artificial kind, uh, or the humanity, or kind. the humanity kind. I hopefully we'll just shake hands in the middle. That's what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we can just shake hands in the middle. Can we shake hands? I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. Fucking can he, we yes, shake? Do. Like no, agree what it is. I do not have hands to shake of this agreement you speak of. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Then, then they're not. Then, if we're signing a contract with that intelligence, mm-hmm. then really, fuck, you know, to shame on us. Yeah, yeah. I would say. I think we should let everyone ponder on whether we should shake hands with AI and what that contract would look like, because I think humanity is gonna it's gonna hinge on that on that alone. Because at some point, we're gonna have to shake hands. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be for hundreds of years, personally. Oh, you think? Okay, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That gives us time to get the upper hand. Yeah, it gives me time to put in the back door. Hopefully, yeah, I can't code, so I can't put in the back door. But I'm expecting you to put in the back door. What I'm hoping is that we can just be like singularity uh, into... Uh, a fun like xbox that just sits on the mantle and and in that that xbox kind of cube thing or whatever device thing 
that's connected to all your friends and all your family and you just go have virtual reality adventures with with the best people in the world i love it yeah yeah let's let's you do can that be any avatar you want that's good that's good it's regulated though it's regulated you got to play by rules and uh it's all it's all healthy mm-hmm. um there's no fun you can't have any fun it's illegal no of course not so we just need to create the oasis from ready player one and everyone everyone will win all right, all right. well there you go Man, I next think we week should... on humanity might make it oh are we teasing the next one now awesome yeah go ahead tell them what tell them what to expect lots of banter uh, stick around stick around lots of banter for sure about nothing and humanity <laughs> might make it or not yeah, yeah we really came in with some pro shit at the beginning some super pro shit at the end i love it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to raise the production value a little you bit. You really did. Just the voices, yeah. the voice inflections alone added, you know, tens of dollars to our production budget. Yeah, and like upper right corner, next Humanity Podcast might make it episode starting three, two, two, one. Body blow, body blow, uppercut. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's just funny.